with a mixture of excitement, joy, and anxiety, I find myself hunting for housing in Tashkent, Uzbekistan. The program I'm part of supports me the bit that it is capable of. With the different situations of different types of visas, it's hard to know what rule applies to who, when, and in what situation. But the one rule that is for sure is that after three days of my arrival in the country, if I do not get an apartment and a lease and a contract, I cannot register at the local police station in order to prove that I have a stable home and this will cause a fine for me as well as the program that I'm part of. So with that knowledge, I know that I need to run around and find housing. I was placed with a person who could help me but they also did not have all the abilities to help because finding an apartment is no easy task. So what I decided to do was take my own initiative. After staying at my hotel for two days and researching, I realized that I'm probably going to have to go out and just meet lots of people. And I decided to do that with every opportunity that I could from the people I met from the first time I was on a teaching Uh, journey in the country I asked friends that I made and then from this time I started asking people in restaurants people who were cab drivers I started reading online and I started going onto Facebook groups and I even went to a local Armenian church there I met Armenians these are Armenians who are either born in Uzbekistan or who moved here Presently, there's a population around 35,000 approximately, but it could be less. Throughout different parts of the country, they live here, but most live in Tashkent or Samarkand, from my understanding. So they took a church that was actually the home of a rich businessman who he donated his family's home, and it was transformed into a church in a neighborhood that had lots of Armenians. Out of the 35 or 40,000 Armenians in the country, about 30 to 40 are regularly members of the church. So, I also discovered that most Armenians who are here and born here only speak Russian, possibly because they may have came from Azerbaijan or they've came from Karabakh. And in those regions, people may have spoken Armenian, but also probably were more experiencing the education and life of the Soviet Union, which was always in Russian. I learned that the Russian church in one of the cities uh, here in Uzbekistan was actually blown up by the Bolsheviks before the 1917 revolution. And after that Russian church was attacked, the Russian, the Armenian church became the Russian church in that city. I will share the name of that city once I find it. So, I also learned that the Armenians, even if they may not speak Armenian, are connected to that faith and are connected to that sense of wanting to keep their culture and identity alive. During the time that I visited the church, a group of other Armenians randomly arrived from Armenia. Armenians always come to churches to try to find their people and stay connected. And that's exactly what happened. Let me tell you the name of that neighborhood. It is called Kokand. And what's interesting is also there in that neighborhood during the, I guess it'd be World War II, uh, as well as another war, Germans, as well as 
Japanese people were brought to that city. And during the times of the Tsar, I believe, so it may have even been previous wars, there was a war between Japan and Russia, uh, and prisoners of war were brought to this city, and they actually constructed a city with some European-style buildings, even though it's in Uzbekistan. And there used to be a much larger Armenian population there for even three or four generations. So then we continue on to my housing hunt. I made a friend on Facebook. And originally, when I went to the Armenian church, I also asked a friend that I made there and she, for housing, right? And she said she connected me with a realtor. It was a good situation, the apartment they took me to. But it was a bit expensive in the sense that I had to also pay the realtor half of the price of the home and pay two months in advance. So I decided to go for the Facebook option where I had met a person who I later found out her mother was looking for a roommate in their home. And it's in a very central area by the Grand Mill Hotel. And it's downtown Tashkent. And I also found out the mother was a English teacher. So I'm really interested in living with someone local so that I can experience life through local eyes. So what I decided to do was ask if I could live with her. She said yes. I explained my visa situation and also how I needed to get the paperwork very soon and that maybe we could adjust the price a little bit only because i will only be staying for a couple days she said it could be possible so we figured it out and now we're working on the paperwork as we speak because when i arrived at the police station i found out that i actually needed more documents from another institution that didn't necessarily need to give me documents because I'm kind of working with them, I'm working with another organization, and I'm also helping give trainings in a hotel, but in order to have a legal status in the country, I do need a sponsor, and that sponsor will be that educational institution. And they didn't know that until 4.30pm today, which happened to be the same day I was trying to get my visa and registration information. So things happen last minute, you keep a smile on your face, and you do your best to stay positive. Sabr bidding, which in Uzbek means have patience. So it helps build my patience, even nervousness. And that's what I've been doing. Now while we're waiting there to try to take care of the paperwork today, I hear someone who's getting their passport and their last name ends with Jan. Amazingly, that is another Armenian. Couldn't believe it. Just randomly finding one. Another Uzbek-born Armenian who only speaks Russian. Which is fun. So, this is where I am in my journey, and I look forward to seeing the other steps and keeping an open mind. I'm happy to have a roommate, I'm happy to be able to learn more about the culture and to share time and energy and excitement. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.